Good morning, family. Welcome to today's reading. I'm Fernando, your host. This morning, November 27th, happy Sabbath, happy Saturday. Okay, just Saturday. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change those things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Right on. Today's reading is coming from a book called Hope for Today. A couple of paragraphs, so please listen up. Talking about Tradition 7, every group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Hey, I used to think this tradition was limited to the financial matters of the group, such as paying rent and providing supplies. It was just a sentence that accompanied the passing of the basket at meetings. Lately, I've become more aware of the significant value of being self-supporting. Practicing the seven tradition is a broader sense means I give more than money to my group. I give my time and talent in the form of service, which rewards me with increased self-esteem and a greater sense of confidence. I also give my informed opinion during group conscience decisions, which reinforces my sense of worthiness, contributes to my meetings on various levels, also helps me make amends to myself for the times I was not self-supporting in other areas of my life. Whether they were physical, emotional, or spiritual, I see a difference in my group and in myself as I contribute more and more. I receive a clear demonstration that I am a valuable part of the meeting and that my input really does matter. Service is a win-win situation. As I contribute to my meetings, I make a direct investment in the groups that encourage, support, and maintain my well-being. The stronger my meetings become, the more my recovery grows. Thou for the day. When I contribute my part to keep my meeting self-supporting, I contribute to my own recovery. To think of Tradition 7 as a protection for my spiritual growth is humbling and freeing. Very good. And on page 116, my favorite quote says, on the uh, 12 and 12, says, When we develop still more, we discovered that the best possible source of emotional stability to be God himself. We found that dependence upon his perfect justice, forgiveness, and love was healthy, and that it would work where nothing else would. Okay, that's part of the paragraph there. And um, one thing that came up to me is uh, self-pitying. When I, when I do too much or do too much for so long, we become, um, we're actually, it's part of one of the character defects for myself is to be um, self-pitying or a control freak over the, the meeting, the program, or whatever I'm doing. If someone changes something, especially a meeting that I had a chance to put together, um, we're like little kids. So I have to learn to let go and let God. I learned to to let other leadership come up and take over. I'm doing the uh, coffee for the uh, Friday night speaker meeting out in the park. And wintertime is brutal out there. We don't have a shelter. 
So we hide, but we're in Southern California, so the weather seems to be okay. I think the coldest it got one time was around 35. Uh, and there was about maybe 12 of us that showed up. And the, and the speaker kept going on and on and on. He was on a roll, but I, I don't let him forget it. It's become one of my best friends. But the beauty of it that uh, I did wrong, I should have been uh, in service years ago. Uh, when I first purchased a house in the 80s, when I first started going to AA, when, I, when um, the program gave me the power to, to acquire things and to be uh, uh, helpful in society with having a truck driving job, providing groceries for the communities, and uh, getting paid very well, and having good self-esteem. I was working. The thing I was lacking is service service you know thinking about others so that might be a big uh, uh, having the idea that I'm having right now on Friday night is that I'm doing too much and I'm taking away too many uh, opportunities for other people to be of service you know I set, I bring the podium set up make the coffee put the speaker system bring the bag uh, bring all the uh, utensils for this you know the candles and so forth for the uh, case we have a birthday party i'll drag everything in my truck and then clean clean the tables before we used to have a, a person assigned to clean the tables uh, we had um you know have uh, somebody else bring the speaker and maybe people had to do things go places and Anyway, I think um, the distribution of duties is essential. The same thing happened in the 9 a.m. meetings. I was doing the meetings a lot, doing the coffees a lot. Now we have seven secretaries, seven days a week, different secretaries, and they all they get along and they each cover for each other. And every once in a while they'll call me for uh, and I'll. I'll pitch in, I'll cover for somebody, bring in the bag, bring in the coffee, or take over a meeting and help out secretary. And I feel good. That's the deal. I feel good. And I go buy coffee for the group and try to get the best, a good coffee. I feel good. Anyway, God bless you. I'm going in deep into my thoughts and I'm getting locked in there. I apologize. <laughs> Let me go ahead and read a couple of more books. See if we can get any more ideas of these we can talk about. We. Did you see, hear me say we? I know you're talking. I'm listening to you. Thank you so much for coming here. I appreciate your listening skills. Uh, reading today from the 24-hour little book, it says, The way of AA is the way of sobriety, fellowship, service, and faith. The way of AA is the way of sobriety, fellowship, service, and faith. Let us take up each one of these things and see if our feet are truly on the way. The first and greatest to us is sobriety. The others are built on sobriety as a foundation. We could not have the others if we did not have sobriety. We all come to AA to get sober and we stay to help others get sober. We are looking for sobriety first, last, and all the time. We cannot build any decent kind of life unless we stay sober. 
That brings an interesting point. The speaker, my friend, uh, Bob, I've known him from a long time. He came with his wife to speak today at the meeting last night, and he uh, he indicated that there was no newcomers that raised their hands under 30 days. Uh, but there was there was a couple court carriers, and I knew they were under 30 days, but I, they didn't identify themselves. Um, they were getting the court card signed. So that was a good thing. That's a great pulse. Our only, uh, our own, the only reason we get together is for the newcomer. Yeah, right? Well, that's not one of the only reasons, but it's the primary reason. You know, uh, tradition five, you know. Okay, meditation for the day. Meditation for the day. To tr- truly desire to do God's will therein, Life's happiness for human being. We start out wanting our own way. We want our wills to be satisfied. We take and we do not give. Gradually we find that we are not happy when we are selfish. So we begin to make allowances for other people's wills. But this again does not give us full happiness. And we begin to see that the only way to be truly happy is to try to do God's will. In these times of meditation... We seek to get guidance so that we can find God's will for us. I pray that I may subordinate my will to the will of God. I pray that I may be guided today to find his will for me. Interesting word, subordinate, you know, that's like, uh, okay, God, have your way. I'll do it your way. Or, uh, you know, basically, God's to me, God's will is for me to glow with love you know, and others, and even if they're eating my lunch and I and I'm, I'm feel like putting a bomb under their car and I can't, you know, get it out of my head, I still have to keep fighting uh, my, my hurt feelings on that towards God's will, so, you know, and thanking God for the difficulty that's before me. And I keep doing that. And that takes a long time, but it does God's will. God's will for me is obedience, guys. It's obedience and the truth I know. That I subordinate my obedience, my frailties. That's why uh, it's so important on page 552, it says that to pray for others for two weeks that, that bug you. And institutions and places that bug you, like the IRS, pray for them for two weeks. And you're praying to God, so leverage, you know, you get uh, common sense will come back to us. Amen. Our next book is called One Day at a Time in Al-Anon. It says, I can be proud of the fact that I'm a survivor. I've been brought through many struggles in order to be exactly where I am today. Today I know that I am more than my troubles. I am a human being with dignity. I have a wealth of experience and that I can put to use by sharing it with those who are going through similar difficulties. I needn't fear the challenges of the future because I know today with guidance of a higher power and the knowledge that I have gained from the program, I am capable of facing anything life brings me. Though I once viewed my life as tragedy, I now have different perspectives on those experiences, and I know that I'm stronger as a result that I've been through. Amen. Have a great day, family. Give them heaven. 
Oh, one more. It says, uh, when I when it gets dark enough, you can see the stars. Charles A. Beard said that. And then, if I choose, I can regard everything that happens in my life as a gift from which I can learn and grow. Today, I will find something positive hidden within a difficult situation and allow myself to be grateful. I may be surprised at how much a little gratitude can help. Amen. So we need to, uh, I need to keep putting on the hopper gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Thank you, family. Thank you for coming in today. Let's go ahead and pray out with the Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Greetings, family. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm going to be reading Limitless Love by Kenneth Copeland. November 27, Matthew 14, chapter 14, verses 6 through 10 say, But when Herod's birthday was kept, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod, whereupon he promised with an oath to give her whatsoever she would ask. And she, being before instructed of her mother, said, Give me here John's baptism head in a charger. And the king was sorry, nevertheless, for the oath's sake, and them which sat with him at meat, he commanded it to be given her, and he sent and beheaded John in the prison. Fear of failure, it has hounded all of us at some time in our lives. Popular psychology advises us to adjust and learn to live peacefully with it. After all, failure to a certain extent, inedible, isn't it? Not according to the Word of God. It tells us there is a failure-proof way to live. It is the way of love. 1 Corinthians 13.8 says it plainly. Love never fails. To those who think love expresses itself only through emotions, that may sound silly. Emotions can turn failure into success. But real love isn't expressed only through emotions. It shows up in actions, and the right action can make all the difference. Read the story recorded in Matthew 14, and you can see that for yourself. There, Jesus faces one of the toughest situations in his early, earthly life, the murder of his beloved cousin, John. What will you do in such a painful situation? Initially, you would probably do the same thing Jesus did when he heard the news. He went out to be alone. But the masses of people, insensitive to his personal distress, simply followed him. Most people would have responded to them in anger. Most would have rebuked them and said, Can't you people ever leave me alone? But that's not what Jesus did. On the contrary, the Bible says that he would move with compassion and heal their sick. Jesus refused to give in to self-pity or react in anger. Instead, he focused on the real enemy he was facing. He retaliated against the devil himself. 
He attacked Satan in the spirit realm by destroying his works of sickness and disease. He attacked pain and suffering with the compassion of God by healing and delivering those who were oppressed by the devil. When through the murder of John, the devil lashed out at the Lord with a cruel and tragic blow, Jesus overcame him with the power of compassion. He turned a potential failure into a supernatural success. He did what every believer wants to live in perpetual victory must do. He defeated hatred with love. The reading of Psalm 27, New King James Version. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted above my enemies all around. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voices. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me, nor forsake me. O God of my salvation, when my father and my mother forsook me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in the smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witness have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. 
I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Psalm 57. Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me. For my soul trusts in you, and in the shadow of your wings I will make my refuge. Until these calamities have passed by, I will cry out to the Most High, God, to God who performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me. He reproaches the one who would swallow me up. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions. I lie among the sons of men who are set on fire, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue are a sharp sword. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have dug a pit for me. In the midst of it, they themselves have fallen. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and praise. Awake my glory. Awake loop and heart. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the people. I will sing to you among the nations. For your mercy reaches unto the heavens, and your truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. Psalm 87 The Glories of the City of God His foundation is in the holy mountains. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of you, O City of God. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon to those who know me. Behold, O Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia, this one was born there. And of Zion, it will be said, this one and that one were born in her. And the Most High himself will establish her. The Lord will record when he registers his people, this one was born there. Salah. Both the singers and the players on instruments say, All my springs are in you. All my springs are in you.
Psalm 117. Let all the people praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Loud Him, all you peoples. For His merciful kindness is great towards us, and the truth of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Loud Him, all you people. For His merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Psalm 147. Praise to God for His word and providence. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant and praise is beautiful. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of stars. He calls them all by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked down to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises on the harp to our God, who covers the heavens with clouds, who prepares rains for the earth, who makes the grass to grow on the mountains. He gives to the beasts its food and to the young ravens that cry. He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of man. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. He makes peace in your borders and fills you with the finest wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters the frost like ashes. He casts out his hail like morsels. Who can stand before his coal? He sends out his word and melts him. He causes his wind to blow and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob his statutes, and his judgments to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any nation, and as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 27. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. A stone is heavy and sand is weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than both. Wrath is cruel and anger a torrent, but who is able to stand before jealousy? Open rebuke is better than love, carefully concealed. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful.
A satisfied soul loves the honeycomb, but to the hungry soul every bitter thing is sweet. Like a bird that wanders from his nest is a man who wanders from his place. Ointment and perfume delight the heart, and the sweetness of a man's friend gives delight by hearty counsel. Do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend, nor go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. My son, be wise and make my heart glad, that I may answer him who reproaches me. A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. The simple pass on and are punished. Take the garment of him who is surety for a stranger and hold it in pledge when he is surety for a seductress. He who blesses his friend with a loud voice rising early in the morning, it will be counted a curse to him. A continual dripping on a very rainy day in a contentious woman are alike. Whoever restrains her restrains the wind and grasps oil with his right hand. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Whoever keeps the fig tree will eat his fruit, so he who waits on his master will be honored. As in water faces reflects face, so a man heart reveals the man. Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of a man are never satisfied. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, and a man is valued by what the others say of him. A refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, and a man is valued by what others say of him. Though you grind a fool in a mortar with a pestle along with crushed grain, yet his foolishness will not depart from him. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. For riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. When the hay is removed and the tender grass shows itself, and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in, the lands will provide your clothing, and the goats the price of a field. You shall have enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and the nourishment of your maid servants. Reading from New King James Bible, John chapter 18. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out to his disciples over the brook Kindred, where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. And Judas, who betrayed him, 
also knew of the place, for Jesus often met them there with his disciples. Then Judas, having received a detachment of troops and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that would come upon him, went forward and said unto them, Whom are you seeking? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. And Judas, who betrayed him, also stood with them. Then when he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Whom are you seeking? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. Therefore, if you seek me, let these go their way, that the same might be fulfilled which he spoke. Of those whom you have given me, I have lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his ear. The servant's name was Mark Malchus. Then Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword in the sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? Then the detachment of troops and the captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. And they led him away to Annas first, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was a high priest that year. Now it was Caiaphas who gave counsel to the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. And Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the high priest and went with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter stood at the door outside. Then the other disciple who was known to the high priest went out and spoke to who kept the door and brought Peter in. Then the servant girl who kept the door said to Peter, You are not also one of those men's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. And the servants and officers who had made a fire of coals stood there, for it was cold and they warmed themselves. And Peter stood with them and warmed himself. The high priest then asked Jesus about his disciples and his doctrine. Jesus answered him, I spoke openly to the world. I always thought in synagogues and in the temple, where the Jews always met, and in secret I have said nothing. Why do you ask me? As those who have heard me what I said to them, indeed they know what I said. And when he had said these things, one of the officers who stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Do you answer the high priest like that? Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if it well, why do you strike me? Then Anna sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter stood and warmed himself, therefore they said to him, You are not also one of the disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of him whose ear Peter cut off, said, Did I not see you in the garden with Peter? 
Peter then denied again, and immediately a rooster crowed. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas to Praetorium, and it was early morning. But they themselves did not go into the Praetorium, lest they should be defiled, but that they may eat the Passover. Pilate then went out to, to them and said, What accusations do you bring against this man? They answered and said to him, If he were not an evildoer, we would not have delivered him up to you. Then Pilate said to him, You take him and judge him according to your own law. Therefore the Jews said to him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death, that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled which he spoke, signifying by what death he would die. Then Pilate entered the praetorium again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Are you speaking for yourself on this, or did others tell you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight, so that I would not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness of the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to him, I find no fault in him at all. But you have a custom that I should release someone to you at the Passover. Do you therefore want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Then they all cried again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. Chapter 19. So then Pilate took Jesus and scorched him, and the soldiers twisted a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe. Then they said, Hail, King of the Jews, and they struck him with their hands. Pilate then went out and said to them, Behold, I am bringing him out to you, that you may know that I find no fault in him. Then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, and Pilate said to them, Behold, the man. Therefore, when the chief priests and officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, You take him and crucify him. I find no fault in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and according to our law, he ought to die because he made himself the Son of God. Therefore, when Pilate heard that saying, he was the more afraid. And he went again into the praetorium and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Are you not speaking to me? Do you know that I have power to crucify you and power to release you? Jesus answered, You could have no power at all against me unless it had been given you from above. 
Therefore, the one who delivered me to you has the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, saying, If you let this man go, you are not Caesar's friends. Whoever makes himself a king speaks against Caesar. When Pilate therefore heard the saying, he brought Jesus out and sat down in the judgment seat in a place that is called the payment, but in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the preparation day of the Passover and about the sixth hour, and he said to the Jews, Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus and led him away. And he, bearing his cross, went out to a place called the place of a skull, which is called in Hebrew, Golgotha, where they crucified him and two others with him, one on either side and Jesus in the center. Now Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross, and the writing was, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Then many of the Jews read this title for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. Then the chief priest of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews, but he said, I am the King of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts, to each soldier a part, and also the tunic. Now the tunic was without seam, woven from the top in one piece. They said, therefore, among themselves, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it, whose it shall be, that the scripture might be fulfilled, which says, they divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. Therefore the soldiers did these things. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cloepus, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to his disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled his sponge with sour wine, put it on his hip, and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up the spirit. Therefore, because it was the preparation day, that the body should not be remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for the Sabbath was a high day, and the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken, and that, that they may be taken away. Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. 
But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. And he who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true. And he knows that he is telling the truth, so that you may believe. For these things were done, that the scripture should be fulfilled. Not one of his bones shall be broken. And again, another scripture says, They shall look at him whom they pierce. After this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took the body of Jesus. And Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds. Then they took the body of Jesus and bound it in the strips of linen with the spices, as the custom of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, in which no one had yet been laid. So there they laid Jesus because of the Jews' preparation day, for the tomb was nearby. Chapter 20 of John, New King James Version. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and said to the other disciple, whom Jesus loved, And said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter therefore went out, and the other disciple, and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together. And the other disciple outran Peter, and came to the tomb first. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw that the linen cloth lying there, yet did not go in. Then Peter Simon came following him and went into the tomb, and he saw the linen cloth lying there, and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen cloth, both folded together in a place by itself. When the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed, for as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary stood outside by the tomb, weeping, and as she wept, she stooped and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head of the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they had laid him. Now when she had said this, the, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, 
teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But I go to my brethren, but go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she has seen the Lord, and that he has spoken these things to her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. Now when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Then Jesus said to them again, Peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, and if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger on the, on the print of the nails and put my hand on his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came and stood being shut and stood in the midst and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here and look at my hands, and reach your hand here, and put it on my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen me and yet have believed. And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But they are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Chapter 21. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and in this way he showed himself. Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel of Cana and in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples of, of his were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing, they said to him. We are going with you also. They went out and immediately got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning had now come, they stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? They answered him, No. And he said to them, Cast a net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. 
So they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he had removed it, and plunged into the sea. But the other disciples came in in the little boat, for they were not far from the land but among 200 cubits, dragging the net with fish. Then as soon as they had come to the land, they saw a fire of coals there and fish laid on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have just caught. Simon Peter went up and dragged the net to land full of large fish, 153, and although there were so many, the net was not broken. Jesus said to them, Come and eat breakfast. Yet none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Knowing that it was the Lord. Then Jesus then came and took the bread and gave it to them, and likewise the fish. This is now the third time Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me as much as these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to them, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Son, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. <clears throat> Then Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, who also had learned, lean on his breast in the supper, and said, Lord, who is the one who betrays you? Peter, seeing him, said to him, But Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Then the saying went out among the brethren that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die, but if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies of these things and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things that Jesus did, which if they were written one by one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that were would be written. Amen. The word of the Lord.
Thanks be to God. Scriptures to live by. Guidance. Deuteronomy 31a. And the Lord, he it is that does go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. And the Lord, he it is that does go before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you, neither forsake you. Fear not, neither be afraid. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. Thou will show me the path of life. In the presence is fullness of joy. At the right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. You have shown me the path of life, and in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Hold up my goings in thy path that my footstep slip not. Keep me in your path that my feet stay firm. For thou will light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For you, Lord, will light my candle, and God will enlighten my darkness. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leaves me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. He helps me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores and renews my strength. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach in his way. For thou art my rock and my fortress, therefore for thy namesake lead me and guide me. 
For the Lord is my strong rock and my fortress. Therefore, by his name, he leads me and he guides me. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eye. eye. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Commit your way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will bring it to pass. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholded him with his hand. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he should not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholded him with his hand. Oh, send out the, thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Oh, send out thy light and thy truth, let them lead me, and let them bring me unto the holy hill and to thy tabernacles. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel and afterwards receive me to glory. Righteousness shall go before him and shall set up in the way of his steps. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel and afterwards receive me to glory. Righteousness shall go before him and shall set up in the way of his steps. Righteousness shall go before him and shall set us in the way of his steps. And he led them forth by the right way that they might go to a city of habitation. A good man showeth favor and lend it. He will guide his affairs with discretion. A good man showeth favor and lend it. He will guide his affairs with discretion.
Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. For in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. For I lift up my soul unto thee. Teach me to do thy will. For thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Ponder thy path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil.
My son, keep thy father's commandments and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thine heart and tie them about thy neck. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. I lead in the way of righteousness, in the midst of the path of judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will fill their treasuries. I lead in the way of righteousness, in the midst of the path of judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will fill their treasuries. The integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them. The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. The way of the slothful man is as an hedge of thorns, but the way of the righteous is made plain. The way of the slothful man is as in a hedge of thorns, but the way of the righteous is made plain. A man's heart devised his way, but the Lord directed his steps. A man's heart devised his way, but the Lord directs his steps. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the body. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. If the iron be blunt and he do not wet the hedge, then must be put to more strength, but wisdom is profitable to direct. If the iron be dull and the edge not sharpened, then you must put more strength. But wisdom is prof <clears throat> profitable to direct. <clears throat> they shall come with weeping and with supplication will lead them. They shall come with weeping and with supplications will I lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of water in a straight way wherein they shall not stumble. 
For I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. They shall come with weeping and with supplications. Will I lead them? I will cause them to walk by the rivers of water in a straight way wherein they shall not stumble. For I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. And thy ears shall hear a word be behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk you in it, when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. And thy ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk you in it. When you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left. I have made the earth, and created man upon it. I, even my hands, have stretched out the heavens, and all their holes have I commanded. I have raised him up in righteousness, and I will direct all his ways. He shall build up my city, and he shall let go my captives, not for price nor reward, saith the Lord of hosts. I have made the earth, and created man, man upon it. I even my hands have stretched out the heavens, and all their holes have I commanded. I have raised him up in righteousness, and I will direct all his ways. He shall build my city, and he shall let go my captives, not for price nor reward, saith the Lord of hosts. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a water garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a water garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail him not. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones. 
and thou shalt be like a water garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. For I, the Lord, love judgment. I hate robbery for burnt offerings, and I will direct their work in truth, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. For I, the Lord, love judgment. I hate robbery for burnt offering, and I will direct their work in truth. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Or despises thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? Or despised thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which you also are called in one body. And be you thankful. And let the peace of God rule in your heart to that which you also are called in one body. And be you thankful. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Or, 
despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body. And be you thankful. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. The word of the Lord. Welcome to today's reading of Elnon. I'm Fernando. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. All right. Uh, one day at a time in Elnon, November 27. A man whose wife is an alcoholic often hesitates to keep seek help in Elnon because it seems like a confession of failure on his part. He may be reluctant to let go of the martyrdom of carrying the entire responsibility for the family. Perhaps he derives an inner satisfaction from the dependency of the alcoholic, whom he considers weak and helpless. In the program, he can learn to make himself comfortable by not accepting the, his wife's responsibilities. He will in time discover his own motivations and change his attitudes and he will do nothing toward controlling his wife's sickness. For the first step assures him that he cannot. Today's reminder. When a man sees the logic and promise in the uh, Elon idea, he will accept the necessities of releasing his wife from his salacious domination. He will realize that she will seek sobriety only when he allows her to face her problems. His search for help is thus not a confession of failure, but a proof of his strength to reach out for a new family, for his family, a new life for his family. <laughs> to reach out for a new life for his family. If that thou has the gift of strength, then know thy part is to uplift the throttle low. George Meredith, The Burden of Strength. Ah. I am Fernando. I am in the program. Um, rest assured that uh, right here, the problems of drinking. Um, you know, it's amazing how much denial a, a person will go drinking all the way of denying 
uh, that he got a problem and that there's bills are in the arrear and I guess this is when uh, a demonstration of truth, of uh, genuine uh, cleanliness and dignity on the part of the sober member of the family and doing life, <clears throat> laughing and going. And the uh, the one who's drinking is going to try to tear down the, uh, the dignity and the laughter and the joy uh, of the other person trying to control their life. So the best for my part would be is for the other person to, to make sure that, that uh, the person gets on their knees and prays and uh, being seen and, and uh, reads their material and uh, speaks positive. You know, this too shall pass. Thank you, God. <clears throat> Thank you, God, for the life the way it is. Thank you for the, for the glaring teachings that are before us that we all need to understand who the wiser is, and that's our higher power, and what messages he's trying to convey to us. <clears throat> Amen. Um, Fernando, I am an alcoholic, and I am a double winner. I'm also in the Al-Anon program, <clears throat> and growing and developing and learning to work with others and myself. All right, reading uh, daily uh, re reflections. It says, in the beginning, the press could not understand our refusal of our personal publicity. They were genuinely baffled by our insistence upon an anonymity. Then they got the point. Here was something rare in the world, a society which said it wishes to publicize its principles and its work, but not its individual members. The press was delighted with this attitude. Ever since these friends have reported AA with enthusiasm, which the most ardent member would find hard to match. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 182. It is essential for my personal survival and that of the fellowship that I not use AA to put myself in the limelight. Anonymity is a way for me to work on my humanity Humility, since pride is one of my most dangerous shortcomings, practicing humility is one of the best ways to overcome it. The Fellowship of AA gains worldwide recognition by its various methods of publicizing its principles and its work, not by its individual members advertising themselves. The attraction created by my changing attitudes and my altruism contributes much more to the welfare of AA than self-promotion. You know, uh, dealing with a family member, back to a family member that's drinking, uh, this is almost the same thing. The anonymity, uh, the, our actions and principles at, at work, they publicize themselves a lot, you know. And if uh, a wife is going to, uh, to a meeting, let it be all women so the husband wouldn't get, wouldn't get uh, jealous or vice versa, you know, the man is always talking about the man in the meeting and the uh, and not mentioning any uh, females to the hurt woman at home, drink here. That's my, uh, my take on that, is to be enthusiastic about the program, uh, the principles, and the energy and the power you get from God in the program and that's glaring, you know, getting closer to God and, and uh, 
through the program is a, a, a way to promote the fellowship and the virtues of the program. Oh, all right. Now let's go ahead and keep going here. Now, which is, we have uh, Fate to Fate today. It's uh, November 27. It's called Occupy Till Jesus Comes by Kenny Copeland. It says, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand thereof. Having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherein you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Ephesians six thirteen and 17. The Bible teaches that as believers, you and I are to occupy it until Jesus comes. Occupy is a military term meaning to hold possession or control or conquer troops and territory. If we're to, <clears throat> to do that effectively, <clears throat> most of us are going to have to change our attitudes. We're going to have to recognize that Jesus has already won the victory. That's right. Satan is already defeated. He was whipped at Calvary. We're not on the defensive. He is. What's more, Jesus has given you his very own armor and sword to use to keep that defeated devil in line. It may be a devil of alcohol, devil of uh, jealousy, a devil of laziness, a devil of uh, sickness, you may be a 90-pound weakling in your own, but you'll put on God's armor. The devil will never know it. He'll run from you just like you were Jesus. Think about it. What would you do if you were the devil and you came to face-to-face -to -face with some fellow wearing God's armor and God's helmet with God's weapons in each hand? As long as the fellow only spoke God's words, you would think you must be... There must be God inside there. Don't neglect any of the armor you've been given. Wear it all. Keep the devil on the defensive and occupy till Jesus comes. Amen. Additional reading for us today is found in Luke 35, 44. Let's go over there and see what that entails. One of the best ways to... Uh, to combat an uh, evil spirit in the house, let's say of violence, is uh, put some music on and start singing, you know, and uh, and fighting those evil spirits that are in in the air, even even though if you're bothering the uh, the drinker or the perpetrator, remember they're being influenced by an evil source that we need to get rid of, and it's in there somewhere. Okie doke. So that's uh, Luke twelve. 35 to 44. It's a spiritual battle. It's clapping our hands, singing the songs, even to regular songs like the Beatles and stuff. Something that has to do with, with joy and happiness. And uh, country songs are pretty good. Sometimes they, they talk too much of uh, backward thinking. 
Okay, here we go. Luke chapter 12, starting with verse 35. says, Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning, and you yourself be like men who wait for their master when he will return from the wedding, and when he comes and knocks that they may open to him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the master when he comes, will find watching, assuredly, I say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. And he, and if he should come in the second watch or come in the third watch or find them so, blessed are the servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known the hour the thief would come, he would have watch and not allow his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Then Peter said unto him, Lord, do you speak this parable only to us or to all people? And the Lord says, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his master will make ruler over his household, to give them their portion of food in due season? Blessed is the servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you that he will make him ruler over all that he has. And one of the things is, is ruler and peace in the house. If, if an alcoholic is raging, you can uh, sing the Our Father. You say it ten times and, and the person wants to argue with you. You argue back with the Our Father right on their face and yelling it till they can't say anything, till that uh, that victory is won. Remember, it's a victory over spirits, over uh, emotions, and, and you're going to find bringing stability to the house. Someone has to do it. The victory is already there. The, the alcohol is not welcome. The rage, the jealousy, the, the spending of the money, uh, the hurting of others, it, all that is defeated. So one way you can defeat it is uh, start thanking God, singing songs, praising Him. Uh, just an all-out all uh, joyful event. You're going to have to turn off the any kind of news. You're going to have to cut off any kind of uh, uh, non-productive uh, spiritual uh, things you do that are not uh, spiritual. Like, uh, for instance, uh, watching uh, uh, soap operas or, you know, it, it, is, it is difficult, it is hard, but it's doable and it's temporary. In other words, when you have a good day of reading, a good day of singing and everything, then you can relax and enjoy a show, but you have uh, you have achieved it. You have qualified for it. It's kind of like a reward. Um, we used to say, uh, "Have we earned it yet? Have we earned it? Have we done the basics? You know, are we satisfied with our actions? Have we put any fires out by uh, singing and praising, praising the Lord?" Amen. Uh, one of the things you can do is talk to yourself. You can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
I can do all things through Christ and strengthens me. I thank you, God. I can do all. Even on your failure, say you're failing, you're arguing. Say it to yourself. I thank you, God. Even in my failure, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You're putting on the, the, the medicine and you're moving towards the right direction. And, and, you're, and you've got to keep doing that. It will work. Believe me, it works. Let's go ahead and pray out. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and pray with a serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Keep coming back, family.